searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to, one that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids, well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Let's move along here. How about Jacoby Myers? He's, you know, again, it's a week free agent class. I get it. Um, but we yeah. have long been fans, I think, of Jacoby Myers because, again, the dude's just an absolute professional wide receiver. I, I, I don't think, look, I don't think anyone's confusing Jacoby Myers for being some kind of superstar. But golly, man, you add this guy to any wide receiver room and that room gets stronger. 100%. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, by the way, the, the Patriots have tried to add wide receivers every year since 2019 when they signed Jacoby Myers as an undrafted free agent. He's been better than everybody they've got. <laughs> you know, right, uh, exactly. They draft Nikhil Harry yep. in the first round in 2019. Nope. Jacoby work. Myers is better than him. Uh, you know, they, they, they trade a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu at the trade deadline. Jacoby oh Myers better. Yeah. Don't forget that that's, a I thing that forgot happened. of, Oh my God. They traded a second rounder for Mo Sanu. Holy hell. Wow. Jacoby Myers in 2020 with Cam Newton, you know, Julian Edelman gets hurt. Jacoby Myers leads the team in receiving, uh, in 2020, uh, you know, 2021, they try to bring in Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Jacoby Myers is better than them. They trade for Devontae Parker. They draft Tyquan Thornton. Jacoby Myers way better than those guys <laughs> last year. So just he's like he's like a the NFL's cockroach, you know. He just yeah. survives. All he does is survive. And now I think, which is great because now he's about to get this big payday. Cause yeah, I do think he's him. the best receiver available in free agency. Obviously, Odell Beckham's available in free agency. He's like the most talented guy, but we don't know where he's at, you know, from a health perspective, all that stuff. But I think Jacoby Myers is a damn good player. You know, he's going to get a big contract, and I think he deserves it because you mentioned he's just rock solid, you know, and, he, and he's primarily a slot guy. Um, I get that. You know, I don't think I, I, this is kind of something to be railing about all offseason, but I think we've got to stop with like he's a slot guy as a pejorative term, especially after <laughs> the slot guy, yeah. Cooper Cup, led the freaking NFL and catches yards and touchdowns two years ago. Right. Um, and, and, you know, Jacoby Myers definitely, again, more of an inside guy, but beats zone coverage, 80% success rate last year, 70.6% success rate versus man, though. That's what's really interesting because, and this is not the first time he's done that. He's been a guy that's been above that 70%, 72.4% success rate versus press uh, a few years ago. So Myers is, is not a fluke. He's not a one-year guy. He's just been a consistently steady performer his entire career. Just a rock-solid player. Uh, okay, so obviously we do throw around success rates uh, quite a bit on this show, but if you're new to this kind of, you know, I guess, you know, analytics approach to wide receivers, and, and, and again, fill me in if I'm wrong here, okay, because, you know, this is your stuff. But I would say if you want to be elite, um, you're probably over at or over 76% success rate versus man coverage. And if you want to be, I would say like above average and just be considered a good player, you want to be over 70% success rate versus man. Now, obviously there's some zone numbers in there too. You want to be over, I think 85% success rate versus zone. If you're quote unquote elite and then over 80% about ish. Uh, if you want to be considered a good player 
against zone coverage. Am I am I right in 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 those kind of you know benchmarks there? It all obviously depends on role, you know, for a guy uh, right. like a Juju Smith-Schuster we've talked about previously. He's a, he's like a slot-only player. He's never been good against man coverage or press coverage, but he's good against zone coverage. And I think this is a good disclaimer, too, to be, to be thrown out, by the way. But for your man coverage example, for these, like, outside perimeter receivers or guys that are going to be sort of inside out, these are the guys that cleared a 75.3% success rate versus man coverage in 2021. Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, and Devontae Adams. Like, yeah, Hello. and that's going from that's going from worst to best. I think that kind of shows you the sliding scale of greatness there. I've typically said anybody over 70% that's a primary outside receiver, that's a really good indicator. Those are guys that you typically want to bet on, especially if they do it year over year. Um, for success rate versus zone, yeah, the elite guys tend to be like, 84 plus percent these are the guys that were 84 plus percent in 2021 uh Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Steph Diggs, Devontae Adams, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup again worst to best so yeah that that kind of shows you there what we're looking at and yeah that anything 80 plus percent that's typically good for a really yeah, solid good, good mark mm -hmm. against yeah that's good um so that's kind of the sliding scale for these these success rates these guys like Myers typically we want them first and foremost to be zone beaters that's what Myers has been mostly. But uh, the fact that he is also a 70 plus percent success rate versus man guy, th that's when we're starting to talk about a guy that can play in two wide receiver sets, which we've seen Myers do a guy who's not just a slot only type. So again, more context in, in regards to Jacoby Myers, um, not great vertically. Right. But I, but, but again, you kind of dig into some of those numbers, 80 plus percent success rate on digs, curls, comebacks, and slants. Again, if you know football, you, you know, okay, these are the short to intermediate areas of the field uh, that he does well. So what he does not do well, he's not vertical. We know he does, he can't no. run, right? He, I think he ran like a four, seven or something ridiculously slow, but Tech, technical at the line of scrimmage. Um, and I think that shows itself in the short to intermediate areas of the field. That's where Jacoby Myers thrives. Yeah. He's not uh, going to give you a ton after the catch. He's not going to give you a ton vertically, but if you're wanting a guy to throw the ball 120 times a year and, you know, primarily be a short to intermediate slot guy flanker, he's just, a, he's a really good player in that way. He's not too, um, He's not too dissimilar to Christian Kirk last year. I know it's a popular comparison. I've made it before on the show that he's going to get that Christian Kirk type of deal because he's the best right. player available, just like Christian Kirk was the best wide receiver that was actually available on the open market last year. That's going to be Jacoby Myers this year. He's going to get a big payday uh, as, a re as a result of it. And you know, Christian Kirk was damn good for the Jags last year. Again, I think Kirk is more of a vertical slot receiver, whereas Myers is more of a short and underneath, uh, short and underneath intermediate flanker slot hybrid type and i think that's kind of the role he's going to play and he's he's really good for it so like if he's a quarterback's best friend next year and by the way he doesn't drop balls either he's he's got great no. hands yeah great that, hands. i wouldn't wouldn't yeah wouldn't surprise me at all if he's catching 80 p passes from um some team last year. i think he caught like well he was over 800 yards two years in a row missed right. some games last year so uh caught, went, found the end zone six times last year as well after being like <laughs> allergic to the end zone his first two years so in 2022, uh, 96 targets, 67 receptions, 804 yards, six touchdowns, clearly a, a career high for him. He had two total touchdowns in his previous three seasons 
combined and including zero touchdowns in his first two years uh, in the league, a 70% catch rate, uh, very healthy, by the way, 12 yards per reception. He's been 10 plus every single year, 11.7 yards per reception over his career. I, I mean, to be honest with you, that's, that's pretty good for a guy that, again, doesn't really get vertical. He's just, I think, just so good in that intermediate area of the field. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.